is going on? It is your boy James King, aka Dougie, back again with another episode of a session with Dougie the Podcast. The Podcast, and we're back here. It's Sunday night. <clears throat> Sunday night. Had to work all day. It was a big, busy day. Um, I'm getting more and shifting more towards being able to record after work and getting comfortable with it. Usually, if I'm working all day, I'm definitely not beat per se to come home and definitely record but that's just the way the schedule is working out um it's time to kick it up no more relaxing um so yeah back here on a sunday i'm not gonna hold you guys i don't have anything written out um anything written down for this i just wanted to come give you guys a quick hitter and today we're just gonna be talking about one of the questions for the sessions that i received and never got to answer. And I thought it was a pretty good question. And it kind of goes along with what we were talking about last week. So I figured, you know, I was going to sit down, you know, smoke a little after work Jay anyway. So I might as well talk some shit to you guys. Uh, give you guys a quick hitter. I'll give you guys a quick hitter. So some updates. Uh, let me think. Probably nothing has happened since last week. The website is up and running. If you haven't visited yet, please go check it out. Um, it's a whole new vibe especially on the front page and just, you know, tweaking it a little bit, making it a little more, a little bit more fashionable, I guess, dressing it up a little bit more and trying to expand on my website building skills. So I just wanted to evolve it a little bit more and give you guys a new look. So if you haven't already, go check the website out. It is a session with Dougie.com. Just like the podcast, a session with Dougie.com. What else happened today? Oh, the Jets won. Um, so after my rant last week, I'm happy to come back to you guys today and let you go let you guys know that the Jets did catch a dub and they caught it over the Giants, which is even better. Now there were many games this year uh, that were important were important to me in my eyes um, until our quarterback decided to catch mono, um, and then the rest of the season kind of spiraled out of control. But there was definitely a couple games that. I needed to win. I needed the Jets to make sure they won um, so I didn't have to, you know, deal with people talking shit and whatnot, no matter what the Jets record is. Um, Now, if you're a Cowboys fan or a Giants fan, please, 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 please consider the, the thought of just shutting up. Just shut the fuck up. So, yeah, don't say a word. Um... The Jets got the wins over two of the two of the two games that I needed them to win. You know, I just needed to win, them to win the Cowboys game, the Giants game, the Eagles game. <clears throat> you know, that could have went a little different, but more so the definitely the Cowboys and the Giants. And to my Cowboys fans and Giant fans that follow me and follow the podcast, you know, I appreciate you. But please, again, don't say a word to me. All right. So question for the session and i'm gonna be smoking on a just a joint today just a quick little hitter again uh the joints are always one to go to and the question for the session so what was it uh the question was what advice would you give someone who's trying to open up their heart to love again all right we're gonna light the j on that one All right, 
So one thing about this question is, is love. Um, I am only 24 years old and I am still, still learning. Um, I guess my version of what love is, um, whether that be from my parents, whether that be from my girlfriend, my family, love is different for everyone. Um, so for one, I think we all need to find our version of love. Like, cause what my version of love is may not work for you. Um, and I know specifically for me, and I can only really answer this question with my own personal experience because again, uh, what my version of love is, is different from what anyone else's would be. So in my situation, I was a kid, um, before not really met my girlfriend before we really got this thing going. I was just a kid that was going to be going off to school, um, I was going into Rutgers the summer of going there, transferring. Um, I had a lot of stuff on my plate, and from my past experience, I was just wasn't down um, with the whole relationship thing, just not at the moment. There was a ton of people. Um, there were a ton of people, uh, I guess women at the time. That I flat out told, like, you know what? I'm just, I'm not looking for a relationship. I'm not into that thing. And I wasn't lying. I wasn't lying. And and I'm going to go into detail more um, with her when I have her on the podcast, because I do have something special planned um, relatively soon, as a matter of fact, uh, with her in it. But yeah, I wasn't, I guess I wasn't really open to it at the time. It just wasn't in my plans. Um, I, again, I told people it wasn't for me, just not at the time. And I thoroughly believe this. Um, I thoroughly believed that I didn't need that at the moment. I didn't need a relationship. I didn't felt like I didn't need to deal with a woman at the time. It was just too much transitioning in life. Um, going from living at home to living at school and getting adjusted to that. So it was, it was a big thing for me, especially cause school meant a lot to me at the time. And it still does. So in my way, this is kind of me being closed off, uh, closed off to the idea of love at the time. And to elaborate on what I was talking about a couple seconds ago when I said it wasn't for me, it was just a lot of, I was just, I was the nice guy growing up. Like I was the nice kid that figured just me being nice was just enough, um, you know, to garner the attention. And now uh, it would be. I feel like now it would be enough to garner the attention of a woman because I feel like ladies set the standard at the bare minimum and still kind of choose guys, and not everyone, but for the most part, kind of choose guys that either hit that level or just even scoop under it. Um, so now, if you're nice to women, I feel like it'll get you a lot more farther than trying to deal with um, women at like, uh, I guess like 19, 20. Um, they're not into that shit at the moment. And no one's really looking for anything that serious anyway. So I guess I was caught up um, in a backwards um, type of thing. So by the time everyone was ready to, I guess, get into relationships, I really wasn't. And back when everyone was trying to, you know, bullshit, do their own thing while they're young, I was kind of looking for a little bit more, I guess. And I was always caught up being the nice guy, you know, just it, it was a whole story. I'll go into a whole spiel on it later, but I was definitely closed off um, towards it. So, you know, I was, I was cold at that point. You feel me? I didn't try it a couple times. I wasn't beat. So now I'm going off to school and same shit. Still not beat. Whatever, you know, I had a little summer and it was coming to an end. 
and this is when me and my girl kind of hooked up and it was not supposed to be what it was and this is really i guess the answer to your question is um three years ago around three years ago a little bit more than that at this point was when me and my girl started talking and from that point i had no idea uh that i wanted a relationship i really didn't i was you know fed up tired of it and here i am you know i'm getting ready to go on to my three-year anniversary next month and i honest to god never saw it coming i mean i probably could have guessed i guess what our situation but i mean i never really saw it coming and i told you guys there was people that i told you know i wasn't down for a relationship and it kind of made me look like a liar and i kind of felt like a dick not really though um and this is when it comes to you know opening uh your heart to love and stuff like that in my opinion i really didn't have to you know open myself up to it when the situation that i was in kind of did it for me uh it kind of did it for me and let me explain um so the mindset that I had, I was set in stone on it until I was put into this situation with a lovely woman that I almost really couldn't deny in a way. Like this opportunity that I had with her outweighed all the stuff that I believed a couple weeks before that I didn't need a relationship. It just wasn't for me. And it felt natural. It felt natural to me. And that was the one thing that was different than, you know, some other other women that I had dealt with in the past that it just didn't feel like it was a job. Like, it didn't feel like it was dating. That's the one thing that was, like, dating to me is it kind of felt like, you know, you're trying to get to know someone. I said this in the last podcast. You're trying to get to know someone. And it's just kind of a lot of pressure you know like I don't really know you but am I getting to know you because you know I'm generally interested in you like do I see a future with you or you know am I just trying to do some other things at the moment um and I was never that sort of guy to lead anyone on like I was always keeping keeping a g keeping it frank with everyone I was I'm not the type of guy to lead, lead anyone on you know I'm the nice guy I just wanted to get ahead of it but this, like, it felt different, and it could be for a few different reasons, because me and, and my girlfriend now, we were definitely friends before. Uh, we knew each other for a while, and and this is why I tell people, like, dating your friends is a good idea, because there was no real pressure there. Like, I mean, we kind of already knew who each other were. Um, we kind of knew kind of what we were about. I mean, and it's funny, because I told her the same thing. I was like, I mean, I'm kind of not looking for anything too serious. And we agree and everything ended up to where we are now. But, you know, I'm getting off. I'm getting off topic and I'm telling you all too much. I'm supposed to wait for her. But babe, I got you. We're going to tell them the story It's going to be marvelous. And I'm not going to go into too much detail about that. OK, I can't go into details, people. I'm not going to do it. I got something special. I got something right lined up. It's going to be good for everyone. So just bear with me. I promise it's going to be worth it. Not that anyone probably gave a shit anyway, but yeah, and yeah, there was just no pressure. So back, um, back to where I was saying that I either had the opportunity to be with someone that I cared about even before everything, you know, still cared about her 
or do I let this opportunity go? Do I let this opportunity go? Not knowing if I would get another opportunity to, you know, just another opportunity in general. And even if it did come around, it wasn't, it, it wouldn't be the same circumstances as what it was now. Like the timing was not perfect. And that's kind of where the best decisions come from. Like I was at a point where either, again, either I was going to go to school, like I said I was, and not take this serious and risk the opportunity of watching her either be with someone else or not even or not even that just simply the opportunity not coming around and you know maybe the timing's off maybe if the opportunity came around in the future someone would have had a kid or something it was you know, I couldn't I couldn't let it go and I guess that's the one thing that I took away from that and which I guess is I hope is helping me answer this question is I couldn't see myself giving this opportunity up. And that came with all the insecurities I had, you know, as a man, the toxic masculinity, my views um, as a man. A lot of shit was about to change, especially like going into this relationship. It was a lot of shit to make me nervous, you know, like typical shit. Like what if what if I get played? Like what if it's, you know, it doesn't work out? Am I wasting my time? Like. All this shit is shit that went through my head from the point where I initially, I guess, knew what I wanted to do all the way up until I eventually officially, you know, made her my girlfriend. And even after, even to this day, like, I'm still learning how to adjust. I'm still learning how to evolve into being a better man for her and setting myself up to where that not only um there's no me in my future now it's kind of like us type of thing so like having to drop all and sorry if you guys heard some sirens i had to stop there for a second i guess the you know the neighborhood is getting a little lit but yeah, having to drop all my insecurities, all my ideas as a man, um, it was it was kind of it was it was scary. It was a lot, but again, the opportunity to be with this woman or go off and risk the opportunity, risk the chance of never having this opportunity again. Excuse me. That's kind of what, in my terms, opened me up to it. You know, that's kind of. What forced me to do that, and it's great, and I'm not saying she forced me to do anything, but, you know, I forced myself to get over a bunch of a bunch of things, and that's considering, you know, thinking about what happened in the past and, like, dealing with other people. Like, there's a lot of stuff you have to get over in order to be able to not only, you know, love appropriately, but give your partner what they deserve. Because if you're not giving your partner what they deserve, it's it's not going to work out for either of you and it doesn't make anything worth it. So in my way, again, like, and I'm going to keep going back to it because it's very important, is I was left with an ultimatum. 
And if it's not the right person, it's not really going to be an ultimatum because you're obviously going to choose yourself, you know, over dealing with a person that you don't, you're not willing to open up yourself to, you know? So if you're not willing to open it up to yourself to that person, it's going to make the decision a lot easier. It's going to make it very easy. This is why people get ghosted all the time. You know, people aren't getting texted back, like simple shit like that. It's because that person just, you know, chose their situation over them. And that's not their fault or anything. I mean, we could all be a little bit more honest with each other for sure, but it happens and it's the truth. But until you meet the right person, until you get yourself into the right situation, and this can happen, and I know people are probably saying, but you know, I thought I was in the wrong situation before. You know, I thought I had the wrong person before. Um, it, All these feelings felt real before, and it didn't work out. And you know, that's fine. Like, that is life. Life is really trial and error. And that's what I had to learn and not take so personal that it's not just you. It's not just me. It's just, it's, in order for two people to come together, it has to thoroughly work out. Like, it has to work. The two people have to match um, if it's going to last. And learning um, to keep evolving with your partner so you guys do stick together is an important part of the process. And a lot of people, you know, get caught up in that. And sometimes people split and shit happens. Don't take it personal. People go on bullshit all their lives, whether they whether it's going to be cheating, whether it's going to be lying. If you end up with a person like that, cut them loose. It happens. And if you truly gave your all to something at the end of the day, and this isn't just relationships, it's anything. If you could look at yourself in the mirror and tell yourself, I gave my 100% to this situation, it's never, ever, ever your loss. I'm a humble motherfucker. Understand that. I'm a very, very humble motherfucker. And there's a lot of shit that I don't speak on about myself because I feel like a lot of my actions speak for themselves. I want my actions to speak louder than my words, but I just can't in my personal, in my personal life, I can't remember too many people, um, whether that be relationships, friendships, family, fucking coworkers, whether it be jobs, whether it be anything, I can't remember too many opportunities that I let go in my life where it was truly my loss, where I can truly sit there and think like, damn, if I could go back, I would, I would, I would do it. Or if I could, you know, talk to that one person, you know, I would. And no, I thoroughly can't because I've always felt like I've been the type of person to give my 100% to every situation. Whether it worked out or whether it didn't, I gave my 100% to that situation. And let me let me backtrack because there is one situation um, that I wish I could have gave my all to. And that was when I made... Yeah, I don't know what the hell is going on outside. Not to keep fucking switching topics on you guys, but I'm hearing sirens. I'm hearing helicopters. Like, what? I don't know what the hell is going on. But the one situation I missed out on was when I made, uh, I made one of the good, the best travel teams in jerseys for baseball. In high school, I made the team, and they wanted me to practice with them first to get started. And I was like, cool, I'll do it. I'll definitely do it. You know, this is an opportunity of a, of a life, not lifetime, obviously. It's not an opportunity of a lifetime. But I made this team, and I come to find out the practices are at, like, Friday and Saturday nights at, like, 8, 9 o'clock. Like, I'm a little jitterbug. I'm a little social social dude. I'm, I'm trying to hang with the homies and stuff like that. So 
obviously I didn't go. Missed out on a great opportunity. So that's probably the one thing I would go back and do a little bit different. But not really. Not really. But yeah, there's there's not too many things that I let go um, that I truly feel like I generally lost. So as long as you can feel like you're giving 100% to a situation, you're set. Let a motherfucker go, bro. I promise it's not going to be the worst thing in the world. It's really not. It's really not. Um... Especially if it's early. I'm not saying if I lost my girlfriend now, I wouldn't be. I would be distraught. I would be. I would be distraught. But I'm saying, um, certain people that just aren't worth your time, just don't sweat it. Don't sweat about it. Just don't. Just move on. And then, hold your standards higher. Set that bar higher. Keep that heart locked up until somebody breaks it. Well, no, 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 no. Don't break your nothing until someone breaks it, but breaks the chains or, you know, is able to open you up to the point where you're like, damn, like, why am I being such a cold motherfucker? Why am I being so cold? Why don't I give somebody an opportunity? Why don't I give this person an opportunity? And that's really what's going to open it. I feel like the right person meeting the right person is going to automatically open it. I don't care what um, what you believe. Uh, what you've been through, how guarded you are, the right person is going to, it's going to open, open you up and it's going to make it very easy. There's going to be people worth hurting for in your life, man, for real. You got to look at it like that. Like there's going to be people that are going to be worth the experience, uh, worth the feelings. Um, Sometimes in my belief, God puts these people temporary people in your life to make you feel a certain way just so you know you can feel a certain way and get through certain things and that's just evolving um that's evolving through life and that's where you got to take your past situations and learn from them for real am i i'm a thorough believer in it like i believe that everything happens for a reason so to answer your question to put it to put it you know, straightforward in the best way I can, because this is what worked for me. And hopefully it, it could work for you. I'm trying to generalize it to where, you know, it's simple and you could do it too. It's just keep holding yourself strong. Keep holding yourself to those standards. Keep working on yourself. And then the right people will come along at the right time. The right people will come along at the right time. And it's going to feel easy. It's going to feel very easy. It's not going to feel like you're, you know, breaking down some walls. As a man, for me, it kind of did because there was a lot of stuff as far as, like, toxic masculinity and insecurities and just knowing the game. And I probably said that about 30 times, but it, it, I'm serious. It played a huge role. It played a huge role. There was a lot of stuff I had to get over, but I had to get over that shit in order to be with her. And that's what was worth it to me. And maybe I'll do a whole podcast episode of things you got to get over uh, as a man to get into your first relationship or first serious one, because it was a doozy. It was a doozy. But yeah, you know, the right person is going to open you up at the right time. It's going to feel feel fucking easy. And I this is a repetitive episode where, you know, I might have said the same thing like 30 different times. But I think this one is important. This one was a very good question. Because we live in a day and age where everyone's so 
damn guarded and worried about what the next person is going to do. So they try to do things before they do it, and everyone's cheating on each other. And now we have Twitter. People getting exposed on Twitter. Now it's a thread. Now it's a part of your life. But, yeah, come on. We got to love a little bit more. We got to start giving people the benefit of the doubt and start being a little bit more open. Start being a little bit more open. So hopefully I made a little bit of sense there. Hopefully I answered you guys' question. This was just a little quick hitter. Um, I'm going to be back next week with another episode, best in believe. Uh, probably going to have a guest on it. And it's going to be great. We're going to keep doing episodes. We're going to keep pushing content out. And we're just going to keep evolving. And, you know, keep sending in your uh, question for a session. Uh, hashtag Q4S. Short for y'all peoples. You can DM me on Twitter. Send it through Insta. However you want to do it, you'll remain anonymous. And it's going to be lit. So come be a part of the show. Come get involved. And it's going to be great. And I got a lot of feedback from the last episode with Nia. Thanks again for that. Thanks to Nia. She's probably definitely going to be back on talking about whatever. Um definitely gonna get her and more people that i fuck with on and a lot of you have let me know that you want to be on it so now it's time for me to open up my comfort zone again and you know get ready to talk to some people so i'll talk to you guys later see you guys in a few you know who it is it's your boy james king aka peace